The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. During the 2017 NFL Draft, the Saints made some amazing decisions. Well, now you can make an amazing decision of your own. Sign up to become an annual Saints Happy Hour Fan Club patron before October 1st and save 10% off the monthly rate. You get access to the Saints Happy Hour daily podcast ad free no ads ever you get the saints happy hour booze bundle four swag items amazing access to our private discord channel where you can talk saints 24 7 what are you waiting for this great offer ends october 1st go to saintshappyhour.com to save 10 percent today once again that's saintshappyhour.com this is sean payton head coach of the new orleans saints what's with this saints happy cast This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's it's painful. Oh, it's game day. Most of you are listening to this Monday on Monday, but we're recording on a Sunday night because me and Dave are drunk. Uh, Saints Raiders tonight. We'll get to that in just a minute. The big game tonight. But we got to start with Dave. The Falcons. <laughs> they went. And I'm just going to – everybody knows what happens, but I'm just going to play for the people what we got on the hotline today. It was <laughs> magical. There is nothing funnier than the Atlanta Falcons. Nothing. Not a thing. Not not one thing funnier than the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Hey, it's Jason Champagne here. You guys are too awesome to us in the Happy Hour fan club. So I just thought I'd share this little joke with you. So here it goes. What do the Falcons have in common with 7-Eleven? They never close. Oh, <laughs> the hotline. Dave's baby creation. That's my baby. That's yeah. those guys. Okay, those guys. See, I'm imagining that they probably did what I told them to do, which was to put the phone number That's in right. your phone. That way it's always with you. So when you when you, when you you feel the urge to call, it's there ready to go. You don't have to fumble. You don't have to look for it. You don't have to go on Discord or Twitter or whatever. The number 210-595-0818. Put that in your phone. So that way – because you, you, you can't predict a Falcons collapse. You can't yeah. predict when – actually, actually, I'm sorry. Yes, you can. Pretty much every game. <laughs> pretty much every game the Falcons may blow a 20-point lead. I don't know. Uh, I got to give it up. I thought they had I, – I thought they were going to blow it. And then I was like, oh, they got it under control. They're going to win. And then I was like, oh, my God. This I is have – okay, so here, here's my notes from that game. First of all, one, my favorite my favorite post-game meme, I, I think my favorite thing that I've seen so far online is uh, don't let the Falcons blowing a 20-point lead distract you from the fact that they blew a 25-point lead in the Super Bowl. That's my favorite one. That's my favorite meme. And second of all, I mean, let's talk about the – I mean, give credit to the Cowboys. 
that onside kick, we talked about onside kicks last week uh, and about how nearly impossible it is with the new rules to get it because you can't because you can't stack you can't stack all your players on one side of yep. the field on an onside kick anymore and so we talked last week i think it was uh about how it's now that that rule makes it nearly impossible for any team to recover an onside kick and the cowboys found a way to do it it was ingenious. Well, mostly they, because Atlanta didn't know the goddamn rules. Apparently, just jump on the ball, dude. You don't. <laughs> you don't have to. They have to wait for it to go ten yards, but the receiving team doesn't. Really? Like, okay. I didn't even know that either. No. I thought it, I thought like Atlanta, like like you. If you're a player receiving the ball, you don't have to wait for it to go to ten yards. And a lot of times, what will happen? Before they change the onside rule, the onside kick rules to make it really hard, is a guy would just jump out, grab it, and run the other way, and sometimes score a touchdown or whatever. Like the receiving team doesn't have to wait. I don't know why Atlanta was just standing around, like staring at, waiting for it to go ten yards. Like, dude, jump on it. I thought that was the rule. I thought both teams had to wait. No, uh, no. See, I didn't even know that. See, well, there you go. I'm, I'm, I know, I know as much about football as the Atlanta Falcons, dude. There you go. Uh, I could play for the Atlanta Falcons. Our dream, I could be playing in the NFL right now. Our dream uh, of anyway, Dan Quinn coaching Atlanta forever is dead. It is. Let's dead. Talk, yeah. it, well, wait, it, hold on. I, I want to get to that next, but I mean, but no, it was, uh, you know, obviously. The Dallas kicker, Dallas special teams, they've been working on this. It was very unique. They didn't tee the ball up. They put it on one side of the field, and they laid it sideways, and he kicked it on one end, so it helicoptered all the way to the, yeah. uh, I guess, what, the 40-yard line it had to pass or the 35-yard yeah. line or whatever. Um, so obviously it's, uh, you know, the motion of a football that's been kicked like that is obviously kind of crazy and unpredictable. That's but- the only – that's the thing that I think maybe with Atlanta, like the Atlanta players, they knew oh, serious, serious, they, they could jump happened. on it, but they were scared Atlanta. too because it was like helicoptering and they were scared like if they jump, if they go to dive on it, like it'll squirt out, you know? Like, but well, I don't glad, know, whatever the – I'm glad they lost this way after recovering three <laughs> onside kicks against us. I don't know game, whatever so. the whatever the opposite Come of on. ambush was for the Saints in the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's what the Falcons did. I don't know what the I don't know what the word for opposite of ambush is like retreat maybe. Um, but wait, but what did you? What were we talking? There was something else I wanted to talk about that you had mentioned uh, while we were talking about the onside kick, and uh, I forgot oh, what I it forget. was. I, well, I know you said you texted me you wanted to talk about Bill Belichick's kid's hair as we watch this Sunday night that game. That has, has nothing a... to do with this game, but yeah, what is... <laughs> He's got a must. He's Joe Dirt turned secondary he, coach. He is, he is <laughs> Joe Dirt. What is going on? I, he is all business in the front and all party in the back. Uh, I mean, like... I... I mean, like Bill Belichick, I would assume is you know he's he's a you man think, of the people. You I think don't, I, you'd I, be I like, know. cut your hair, hippie? Like, what is going? What's it's, it's going started. on with that? But you know, before we get to, we got some cool Saints sound that me and Dave are going to go over because Sean Payton in his 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 press conference is Friday and Saturday before the Saints flew to Vegas. He said some really interesting things about Dave's uh, boyfriend. Wait, by Dave. the way, we should be. We should be in Vegas. We should, we should be. be we, should. Ve- we should be in Vegas right now. I went to. I was watching the Falcons, uh, 
Cowboys game. I, I went to Loft 18 this afternoon with some friends, and it's kind of a bar scene, and they had the game up on multiple big screens, and everybody was rooting for the Cowboys, <laughs> and we were all excited at, at, with every Falcons, uh, with everything that went wrong for the Falcons, we all cheered. Um, and uh, I... Uh, Wait, why was I mentioning this? What did you, you were say? sad because you weren't. We weren't in Vegas, and I just want to say yes, this because we should instead of being at Loft 18, instead of playing virtual, I, I should have. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum! And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Been at the Top Golf in Vegas. No, where um, you should have been. Drunk out of my mind, drinking some some cheesy Vegas drink, <laughs> uh, pretending like I'm on Bourbon Street, but I'm on the Strip. Uh, yes, I, we this 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 is this whole this whole weekend has been a total disappointment. Every, well, every no. time I've every, every everywhere I've gone this weekend, I've been like I should have been should have been, been eating at uh, some like uh, Food Network chef's restaurant or whatever right well, now. No, be Dave, you forgot that. you forgot the biggest thing in Vegas. Michelle, one of our oldest yeah, patron yes, supporters. That, of course, yes, you were gonna be yes. you were gonna get yes. certified to yes. be a minister. And you were gonna marry her. My wife was gonna plan it for us. We were gonna have a bo- we were gonna find a bar in Vegas and do the wedding as a show for the podcast. And the best part it, it's not the best part because it's sad that we couldn't go and do it. But Kat Terrell from the Athletic follows us on Twitter and she saw me and Michelle and I think you talking about how we were sad that it wasn't gonna happen. She's gonna do a story on it. In the athletic, she talked to Michelle yesterday. She talked to me this afternoon while she was uh, in her hotel room in Vegas. So it's going to be a feature on the athletic about the wedding that you were supposed to officiate that never happened. Um, so I know Michelle is super excited, so we're super excited about that as well. But I am sad because the Saints aren't going back. They're not going back to Vegas till 2028. The wait is finally over. Football is back. 
You may not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start wagering on win, division, and championship futures now. Head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. You know, no, this is a, it's, it's been a, it's been a total disappointment. Uh, you know, fuck COVID. <laughs> uh, fuck the whole situation. It sucks. It sucks we that be, we had we to, should be in the giant had to rumba. go through this. We should be in the giant rumba tomorrow. We should have been all together. We should have been drunk. Michelle should have been married. Uh, it would have been amazing. My God, uh, you, 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 you. <laughs> could you just imagine if we were actually in Vegas and we, because you, you know we'd be doing live shows. We would be doing like call-in live shows, and we would all be totally hammered. Oh, hammered! Uh, you, you would be getting that. See, that's that's the unfortunate part for you, the listeners, because you are missing out on. You would be getting. The most amazing drunken live shows you've oh, ever heard. And the thing uh, was, in Saints Happy Hour podcast history. You are missing out also. So we're every, basically, everybody loses in this situation. Everybody, everybody loses. loses. And, and, and let me everybody tell you something. Loses. We, me, me, Andrew, and we were like completely committed to this. To doing it up we were going to spend like all our budget we were going to do like we did the live show at tracy's where we would hire a sound guy so i don't have to worry about screwing it up and we just could have all been plastered it would have been ama- it would have been amazing and i'm just just thinking about it makes me sad um but i want to mention to people i want to mention to people this does not make me sad patreon finally gave us the option to where you can sign up for an annual subscription and support Saints Happy Hour. And if you sign up annually before October 1st, you get 10% off. 10%. So basically, you get a month free and you get your first month free because the booze bundle costs us $8 to send to you. So it's really like getting two months free if you sign up before October 1st. And if you're a new patron, you can do it. If you're a current patron, you just you just say, I want to go from monthly to annual. Boom, you're done. You're signed up for a year. You don't have to worry about it. This is my favorite part, though. I set it up Saturday night. I had to go through all the things on Patreon and do it and, and send out the notice to people and set it up and, and make the international people so they could pay in their own currency. So, like, Mon- Monadula can pay whatever, whatever the fuck the Netherlands uses as money, turnips or whatever the hell. So I set it all up. And I'm, is, it, is it Animal Crossing? Does does does, does Monadula live on Animal Crossing? Yeah, probably. So, so I set it up, and I'm like, it's done. And I sent out the email to the patrons, and and I was like, well, uh, probably Saturday night. Like nobody's gonna gonna sign, gonna do it. it. It'll be like next week when we make the big announcement. No, no. The first two people to go from monthly to annual: Andrew's dad and Dave's mom. I love that. That is that is that is wholesome AF. And, if I have to, if I have to, say, if I have to describe that, that is wholesome AF. Yeah, and shout out to Miss Regina. She is recovering from a serious uh, health issue. So, well, she had she had her we she had her shoulder replaced, and uh, I talked to her the other day. She's feeling good. She's the other day was like she was really feeling good. She's her shoulders feeling good. She's got to rehab it, but uh, you know, considering considering some guy almost ran <laughs> over her with his car, 
and then drove off. Uh, we're happy. We're happy to. Uh, we're happy to be. We're happy just to shoulder. This. Yeah, exactly. It's funny. It's, this, it's the circle of life. She gives. She gives Dave's inheritance <laughs> to me, and then I give it back to Dave <laughs> to buy T-shirts. Which, by the way, the new T-shirts arrived yesterday on my door, and they're amazing. And um, so if you're if you're a twelve dollar patron, my wife, we'll be getting your T-shirt out to you very soon if you're qualified or if you signed up for the annual one. Uh, we got about thirty something T-shirts to ship to you people. They'll be getting out in the next week or so. They're amazing and fun. But Dave, the Saints actually have a game. Uh, a game. They do. They have tonight. a game tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. It's, well, it's most people will be listening to this show probably Monday at work as they pretend to do work as they just get psyched. For well, the let Saints. me tell you. First of all, I have uh, I have both I have both tight ends starting on my fantasy team. I have Waller and I have uh, Cook, and I I feel positive about both of them. But wait, look, can we talk about before we even get into that? Can we talk about the injuries today? Can we talk about the Myriad, myriad injuries. Oh my god! It was Black the Sunday was in the like, NFL, this is, dude. This is like World War. This is like World War One, like war of attrition, like fucking trench warfare shit. I it mean, all like, of it. It was Barkley. Barkley today. was hurt. Tyrod Taylor got hurt warming up. The 49ers had like half Dante their team Adam. get injured, yeah. and they still kicked the shit out of the Jets because the Jets are an embarrassment. As my wife is one to say, Adam Gase is a terrible, terrible coach. Um, so, but the Niners—you're right. The Niners: Garoppolo, Bosa, Mostert, Sherman. Who else? Yeah, Sherman. Sherman and an offensive uh, lineman. They're all out, and it didn't even matter. Like they still. Skull dragged the Jets, um, but just like trying, tons of like significant injuries. Yeah, though, seriously, was, across the league, it was it was a it was a bloodbath. It makes me I don't know if I feel Getty. good about it because it's all, all done and the Saints haven't played yet, or I feel bad the Saints haven't played yet. They still have more um, injuries to come. But you know, the game tomorrow. The thing that I thought was was most interesting that Sean Payton was talking about. Dave, he talked about. Um, your boyfriend, Ladavius Murray, and about how he wants to get him more carries, and he felt like he did a poor job against Tampa. You know, it's a challenge with two backs. Certainly, we feel like, you know, even when Alvin was injured last year and he carried the load, man, he, he's someone that uh, we value a bunch in what we're doing. And it's a challenge for me as a play caller, making sure, you know, he's getting enough touches and we're still getting Alvin, you know, his as well. But we'll keep working on that, and, and that, that can vary itself week to week. So do you think maybe maybe your boyfriend will get carries tomorrow? Well, I just I just don't understand why some drunk guy in Metairie uh, seems to know more about uh, how the Saints should be calling their plays <laughs> and they should be running Latavius Murray uh, more than the actual head coach of the football team. I well, just, I, would... I don't understand that. I don't understand why I know more about uh, football than. Sean well, Payton, it's, apparently I do. Apparently it's I know more about calling offensive plays in NFL football games than Sean Payton does. Well, that's interesting. It's interesting. I thought of you as I was cutting up the press conferences last night because Sean Payton, when I heard this soundbite that I'm about to play for you, I think the Saints are going to look amazing on offense tomorrow because this is Sean Payton talking about the Tampa game after watching the film and everything. 
he sounds like a man who was watching the film and was disgusted with it. I felt like when we watched the film after the game, there were a number of things that we would have liked to have done better. You know, when you get three turnovers and, and you get a lead like we had, your rushing numbers then can, can build a little bit, you know, in the second half. But a, a little bit of a, a byproduct of the game, and, and yet I think it's important for us as an offense to, to establish that balance and, and have the, the running game that complements some of the other things that we want to do. And so it was kind of how that game unfolded, though. Sounds like a man, he's not like, they scored 34 and he's like, he kind of sounded disgusted, Dave, when he watched the film. He's, he's, a, he's a perfectionist. And, and, you know, you remember after the game, he said that he, he took, he took, he put Full blame on, on yeah. himself for, for, for his play calling and for not realizing certain things uh, when he was calling plays. So I, again, I, <sighs> I think uh, I think what we saw last week, it was good, and it was mm-hmm. good enough to beat the Bucks. But I, cer- as far as offense is concerned, uh, but I don't think that it was anywhere close to what we can potentially see this this offense do uh, moving forward. They were this was it was a sloppy. It was a very sloppy. Not your typical normal Saints game. There, there was a lot of room for improvement. Absolutely, a lot of room for improvement. Yeah, I mean, it just, it just struck like his tone struck me as interesting. Uh, the other thing that that Sean Payton talked about was, and I think it's 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 uh, it's advantageous. I wish Andrew wasn't passed out drunk after winning gambling. <laughs> Uh, money Sunday night and he, he could talk to us because he broke down the film of the Raiders and the, the thing with the Raiders is their whole offense is Josh Jacobs like if you shut him down yeah. you no, shut them totally. down and that's why I think Sean Payton was talking about the last three years why the Saints run defense is better and this is the first part of it and I thought I thought how what how he explained it was interesting. It's probably a combination of both, Mike. It was common the amount we were doing down, and I think Dennis has done a good job of that. You know, we're not playing with every defense under the sun. And so then secondly, drafting and acquiring the right people to, to fit what we're wanting to do. So I, it's been a combination of what we're wanting to do scheme-wise and then also, you know, getting the people to do it. You know – the uh, the run defense, Dave. I've always said, and, and analytics nerds will sometimes argue with me if because they have some that follow me because they think I'm legitimate media. Like they just think run yeah. defense. They just think run defense is not important. And I'm like, dude, that's the foundational principle of the Saints defense going from the worst in history to being pretty good to maybe being really good this year. Like it's their foundational principle of the last four years. You can't fucking run the ball on them. Like. And you have you yeah. have you have stat nerds who think that run defense isn't important. Yeah, like they just don't think it matters. Like they don't think make sense to me. they don't think running the ball matters. They don't think stopping the run is as important. It's, it's all pass defense and pass rush, and they just don't think it's they as important. They sound like really bad stat nerds because I would assume <laughs> that that has something to do with it. I would assume that running the ball well would have would would seriously affect. Um, the stats, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand why stats. Well, it's a, I'm just saying, you know. Uh, um, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I think. I don't. I think you've got some troll stat nerds because is your is your UDF? I think your UDFA son Roach might be another. He might get some more get some more snaps again this week. 
And you, you might know what? So, you, you might solidify the title. Well, you know what? You played you played that clip from Peyton, and you said it's it, you know it's about Dennis. He, he mentioned Dennis Allen, and he meant you know he said it's about uh, playing certain defenses and you know limit you know not not you know limiting the amount of defenses you play and not playing too many different kinds of things, and then finding the right guys for that. And it's funny that you mentioned Roach because I feel like. I feel like in an in, in an unintentional way, uh, he's kind of subliminally talking about a guy like Roach. Like they found a guy like Roach who yeah. fits their system, uh, and you know they they play they're trying to dumb it down and they're trying to play a, a more basic system that a lot of people can understand. And they found a guy like Malcolm Roach who can come in and who can fit that system. Uh, and figures it out really easily. I don't I, I, I really, when you played that clip, I, I had I had my undrafted free agent son Malcolm Roach in mind. I said that's. It sounds like he's sub, you know, subconsciously kind of kind of thinking about Roach in that in that. Well, in and that it, I've said this, you know, on the Daily Show, which uh, you're nice enough to join us for this one, but it's mostly me and Andrew. But maybe Dave will join us in the future. People in the Discord channel, which you should get in the Discord channel if you're a patron. Everybody has access to it. People are requesting Dave. Join us on The Daily Show, so maybe he will be joining us more. But I just look at Roach, and I'm not saying he's going to be great or good or whatever. I just look at him, what he did Sunday, and I'm like, how did he not get drafted? Like, that's my only – like, that's what I don't understand with him. Well, it's the same (laughs) – we were talking – I was talking about this with my buddy Brad. Uh, It's the same thing with Granderson. Like, that was a guy who was in jail – um, for whatever, and the well, Saints not whatever. His signed, stuff is awful. I, I, I look, yeah, whatever. I, I don't. I, I've never, uh, to be honest with you, and and maybe I should, uh, but I've never really delved into the details, and I probably yeah. should. But he was in jail, and uh, the Saints signed him anyway, and they kept him, uh, even after being in jail for most yes. of training camp. They obviously saw something. Um, so, you know, I mean, they're, they, they're really good. They, they recognize talent and, they, and, and it doesn't matter the situation. It really doesn't matter the situation. Yeah. Well, and the, the, the next thing, the last clip I'm going to play from Peyton about the run, the run defense is he, uh, takes a dump all over my theory about not caring if defensive backs can tackle. And Sean Payton goes into a great explanation as to why it is important that defensive backs can tackle and the Saints have good ones. got to be able to tackle a corner or you're going to struggle because offenses can force the corner to tackle with scheme. And so last week we saw Janoris with a, a, a high productive game relative to tackling for that position. And then, obviously, you know, both safeties are guys that have to be able to tackle well. I mean, I, I don't see a spot on defense where you say, uh, this guy this position doesn't require someone to tackle well. But certainly, you know, when, when you're looking at the, the back end of your secondary, it has to be able to. Yeah, that just he just set my theory on fire, Dave. But what, it what the hell, what was the question? Was the question like, do defensive backs need to tackle? No, like, the, know, quest, the question was, was Janoris Jenkins question? had 10 tackles last week. Your se- do you feel like your secondary no. is strong at tackling? You know? Right. And he went into right. the reason, yes, I do feel like that way. And I, I, I feel like the Saints are very good at tackling. And, and the one thing that I noticed, and, and I'll say this, is 
I felt like when I watched Malcolm Jenkins with the Eagles, I sort of saw, saw a little bit of a decline or whatever. He was all over the place for the Saints on Sunday. And I think maybe he'll he'll wear as the season goes on because he's older. But, man, and I was like, eh, they could have paid Von Bell less, and they paid Jenkins a lot of money for two <laughs> years. I was like, eh, I don't know about that. I mean, that move, if he can stay healthy, it looks like, again, they knew what they were doing, making, a, making the switch at safety. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you a confidence boost through body image. Their ceramic blade and skin safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellows down low. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in the dark shower, whatever floats your boat. They also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools and it includes tipped tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. The Shears 2.0 Nail Kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. On their website, you'll find the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. This will help you tame that summer swamp ass with natural hydrants and antioxidants. You'll also find the Crop Reviver, a testy toner that's like having cologne that's designed for your balls. We won't judge you if we catch you sniffing yourself. Go to manscaped.com, check out some of these life-changing products. In fact, listeners of this show will get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code armchair. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk. No, I think I think Jenkins has always been a good player. You know, remember? Can we can we can we turn the clock back? Do you remember when Malcolm Jenkins was drafted? Do you remember what position Malcolm Jenkins played when he was drafted? He was corner, right? Yes. Do you remember what position Malcolm Jenkins and everybody swore that he would play? Safety. It was quarterback. Yes. No, yep. it was quarterback. No, 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 no. It uh. was a big to do. It yeah. was a big to do. Oh, yeah, Malcolm right. Jenkins was a cornerback. Uh, that's safety, that's yeah. why they drafted him. And there was a small contingent of people that said, no, he's he'd be better as a safety. He should transition to a safety. And it was a big fucking thing. Well, he he turned into a safety. He was a fucking safety yeah, that was in the my NFL. Joke. That was my joke for my Channel 4 column. I was like, I don't like this pick because I don't like when you pick a player and you say, and you say, well, if he doesn't work out at the position that he that we want him to play, he could play this other position. You don't. I, my joke was, you don't go into a furniture store and say, I'm going to buy this TV, but if it doesn't work, it'll be an end table. Um, <laughs> uh, but that, but it, but that does work. Sometimes you can sometimes. use a TV as an end table, and I've seen yeah. that happen before. Um, but no, seriously, I, this that was a big thing. When 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 he was drafted, he was a cornerback. He wanted to play cornerback. He was very vocal about being a cornerback, uh, and he wound up converting to a safety. Um, if there are fan, if there are Saints younger Saints fans that may not remember that, but that was that was a thing. That was a thing. Um, and, but no, he's 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 been a good player. He's been he was a good player for the Saints. He's obviously a vocal leader in the locker room. Uh, he was a good player for the Eagles. He had a great season a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah. Um, 
with the Eagles, and uh, and he's but he's always been he's he is his floor is very low. He's always been. You know, you you know you're always gonna get at least yeah a certain... high. You mean high? Floor is high. Yeah. yeah I, I, sorry. Yes, his yeah. floor is very high. His floor is not very low. Yes, his floor is very high. Uh, you oh you know you're gonna go. You're gonna get at least a certain level of quality play with him uh, because he's been in the league so long and because he's as good as he is and uh, and because he's a cornerback that is now converted to safety. Yeah. The the. Uh... <laughs> It's just – I just look around this league today at Sunday games. God, they got some bad teams, man. The whole NFC East is a trash pile. Like Carson no, I, Wentz I, is – You know, you're, you're right. I mean, if, 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 if tomorrow night, if the Saints come out and they play their game and they play as well as I would – hope and expect them to play against a team like Las Vegas. Um, and if they win, you know, fairly easily and fairly confidently, I would, I really would have to say that they've got to be, it's between them and green Bay is, uh, as being the top two teams in the NFC for sure. Yeah. The, the one, two, the, the couple interesting things about the game tomorrow is the first, the first interesting thing is uh, Nick Underhill, the reporter who has his own site and, I subscribe to it, and he had did a Zoom chat on Saturday for his subscribers, which was nice. He gave two interesting tidbits in that Zoom chat. He said, one, Marcus Davenport, he's lifting weights. They can, like, see him off not while they're at practice. They can see him in the weight room, I guess, like, lifting. So Nick was like, I don't think his arm has fallen off. It's not terrible. I think he'll be okay and be able to play. So that's good. The other interesting thing Nick said was he believed – that Drew Brees normally takes a day off, right? When the Saints practice, he takes a day off during the week and like doesn't mm. throw because he's he's old and you want to save the arm. Nick, he goes he, to play golf. He, he Nick said he couldn't prove it because you can't you don't have locker room access and you can't ask around and that sort of thing. But he believed that like Drew threw an extra day that he didn't take the off day because he was you know he needed to work on oh some boy stuff, I guess, that's it play the x you got the x files music queued up that's it because because if he plays like shit on uh, tomorrow night then we're gonna get it from the drew Brees truthers saying uh he shouldn't have he shouldn't, he have, shouldn't have done the extra, extra day. day but see uh, i wasn't thinking x files music dave i was thinking the opposite have thrown right. for that extra day i was thinking opposite that like he's super locked in because he was horrible against no, the Bucks. he's old no he's old forget it you can't <laughs> you can't throw an extra day forget it he's worn out now he's, he's forget it he shot his load he blew his wad well we'll see um we're driven by the search for better But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? 
Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The one thing that no, I, I – the true. one the, – the last soundbite that I wanted to play, and I might have to play the X-Files music after uh, we play it, is uh, Cat Terrell asks Sean Payton, you know, they had this big outbreak at the Mirage – hotel in Vegas and he and she asked Sean Payton she's like hey you know y'all travel in these hotels if if you if y'all feel uncomfortable or like a hotel would have like a breakout of coronavirus could you like switch the reservations and and change hotels at like the last minute or, or something like that and Sean Payton gave a very interesting answer and it made me fear this is the and 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 you when you listen to it you'll understand but this is a fact this is the Saints' most dangerous road trip of the entire 2020 season when it comes to catching the Rona, and Sean Payton oh, explains why. I read the same article, Catherine, and I think that hopefully with what we're doing, this is the only game on the road that we're playing at a hotel that's occupied with other guests. Then the, the remaining seven are all buyouts where it's just our team. So that being said... There'll be a whole wing where we're just basically quarantined in and going into more of a hard bubble. Dave, they, they're buying out floors of hotels for all the rest of the road games. 
But the one they couldn't do the buyout for was Vegas. Should I be yeah. nervous? Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows who's going to be in that hotel with them? Who the hell knows? No idea. I know. What, what, hotel, what hotel could they be staying in that they couldn't? It's Vegas, I, I don't man. Know. I don't they, know. They couldn't, surely they could have found something off strip. <laughs> that they could have bought out. It's like to me, it seems like it seems like they 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 had to be on the strip somewhere. They weren't going to settle for something off strip. They had to be on strip, the strip. Just you know, yeah, just to impress the players and just to you know, just to make everybody happy. You know, hey, this is, we're going to Vegas. <laughs> this is the first game in Vegas Stadium. You know, just to make them, just to fill them, a little, you know, make them feel how important this game is and the glitz and the glam. Uh, and so they they weren't, you know, they weren't staying off strip wasn't an option. So they had to go on the strip. And so they had to settle for whatever they could get, you know, plan to Hollywood or whatever. Uh, and uh, and they could only, they couldn't get the you know, they couldn't get the whole floor or the whole three <laughs> floors blocked off. So, you know, they could only get half of a half. You know, half the floor is blocked off. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know but, what's gonna happen. But you know, listen. We we this one. If you're listening to this podcast and you're not a patron, become a patron at the annual subscription before October first. You get ten percent off. You get the booze bundle. This podcast is amazing. We are number two in Malta. As I say this. We are number in, sport, in sports podcast or no, football podcast. What's the overall what? in Malta? We're number two. Podcast of total podcast. Total really podcasts seriously? for the island of Malta. They only have me? like eight people. What so is number, number one? Uh, number one is some football podcast. It's like soccer. Oh, soccer podcast. So whatever, like the two people in Malta that listen to the Saints podcast. If you listen multiple times, wait, 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 be number wait, wait, wait. one. I just want to. I just. I. I just want to confirm this. So you're telling me that of all the people in all of the island of Malta that are listening to podcasts, that's right. We are the second most listened to podcast in the entire island that's, country that's of Malta. That it's sometimes. I mean, like this week we are, but sometimes we fall and we're like. Eight, ten, twelve, fifteen. You know, but we're either not, way, we're we are steadily in the top ten of all podcasts, all podcasts, even including like fucking famous podcasts like Barstool yeah. Sports. Well, I mean, like for Korea, ever since we had Mina Kynes on in Korea for football, South Korea, we're constantly in the top twenty, sometimes in the top ten, and like we in the we whole country. The whole country, like literally, we were, we weren't, we never ranked in South Korea ever. We had Mina Kynes on, and we've never left the top twenty-five since she came on as a guest. Shut, shut up! I'm telling you, it's true. It's amazing. It's the best. It's great having her on. We donated money to the Seattle Food Bank. Another great. It, it's not quite as good as an investment as Sean Payton insulting us on Cameo, but. Having Mina Kynes on was a great investment. I'm just gonna say. So, so <laughs> of all podcasts, not just sports. Of all no, podcasts? no. In South Korea, it's just football. Okay. In in overall podcasts in South Korea, we're like eighty. Really? Yeah. That's still. I don't know. Yeah, That's but I don't know. Like, does the rest of the world do podcasts like the United States? I don't know if they do. We're probably like well a, th- a million. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Hey, wow. No, that's I'm still impressed. Uh, we, we, we Dave, we 
are going to do 40,000 downloads back to back months. Like we we are the number one Saints podcast on earth. And people can argue with it. They can say we're terrible. They can say all we do is jokes and we have mediocre audio and we pack the free version with 9,000 commercials, whatever. We're the big dog now. I'm just we saying. need to get Jameis one of one to write a book about how we are the best and then he can just go out there and defend us and we'll never have to worry about it. I'm just saying it'd be a great idea so listen guys you got this one free patrons if you're not a patron sign up at the annual level if you are a patron switch to annual level you get 10% off you get the booze bundle it's fucking amazing do it already this has been an amazing weekend of football the Saints are going to win tonight and top it off Um, you know so For Andrew and Kevin, who are drunk, passed out somewhere. For Dave, I'm Ralph. Go Saints. They're winning tonight. Uh, Who that? Just just take us out. Let's all LOL at the Falcons one more time. There is nothing funnier than the Atlanta Falcons. Nothing. Not a thing. Not not one thing funnier than the Atlanta Falcons. Let me know, my God. Oh, my God. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.